All You Need to Know, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning and happy Friday to you. This is the All You Need to Know podcast on Bloomberg Quint and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is November the 6th. The counting is still on in the US presidential election with Democratic candidate Joe Biden still standing on the brink of capturing the White House from incumbent Donald Trump. Biden needs another six electoral college votes to hit the magic 270 number that will allow him to declare victory. This could come from Nevada, where he is leading, or in Georgia or Pennsylvania, where he has narrowed the gap. He will also need to hold on to Arizona, which the Associated Press had called in his favor, but which the Trump campaign says it can still win. At the White House, Trump has said that the election will end up at the Supreme Court. He has said he is not prepared to concede the election without a fight. State election officials, meanwhile, have pushed back against his claims of widespread fraud in mail-in balloting. In the other big update, US Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell has opened the door to a possible shift in the central bank's bond purchases in coming months, saying that more fiscal and monetary support are needed as rising COVID-19 infections cloud the outlook on economic recovery. At its meeting earlier in the week, the Fed decided to keep interest rates near zero and held bond purchases at $120 billion per month. There's big news in the online payment space in India. The National Payments Corporation of India has given its approval to WhatsApp to offer payment services via the unified payments interface. This ends a two-year wait for WhatsApp Pay, which has so far been operating pilot operations for users in India. Currently, Google Pay, Phone Pay and Paytm are some of the biggest processors of UPI payments apart from applications of banks. Interestingly, yesterday on the same day that WhatsApp got its approval, the NPCI decided to impose a cap on the share of UPI transactions that a single payment application can process. In a statement, NPCI said that third-party applications providing payments services via UPI can process a maximum of 30% of the transaction volumes starting the 1st of January next year. The 30% cap will be calculated on the basis of total volume of transactions processed in UPI during the preceding three months on a rolling basis. Now, in a significant update in the issue of payment to states by the central government to make up for the lower compensation cess, moving on. In a significant update in the issue of payment to states by the central government to make up for the lower GST compensation says, Congress administered Rajasthan has decided to opt for borrowing option one to meet the shortfall. That signals a truce between opposition parties and the Bhartiya Janata Party-led federal government. Remember, under this option, the central government will borrow 1.1 lakh crore rupees and on-lend the amount to states. In other news, Prime Minister Narendra Modi has invited global funds and businesses to invest in India, pitching the nation as a safe and stable destination. Demand with democracy and stability with sustainability are things that India offers, Modi said, 
in a virtual address to global investors that included British Columbia Investment Management and Korea Investment Corporation. It is also a place that provides growth with a green approach, Modi said. Now, U.S. stocks have risen sharply yet again overnight with gains led by tech companies. Traders are betting that a narrow win by Joe Biden in the presidential race will ensure a status quo on taxation policies. In the Asia-Pacific region, two of the three early risers were trading in the green last I checked. And with that, it's over to Hormus Fatakia for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Hormus. How are we looking at the end of the week? Good morning to you, Alex, and to those tuning in as well. What a year 2020 has been for the Nifty. Actually, it's been for all of us in general, but I'll focus on the Nifty for now. After all the drama from 12,430 to 7,500 with lockdowns and uncertainties regarding COVID-19, it now needs only 48 points to turn positive for the year. Its counterpart, the Sensex, has already done so in Thursday's session. I'll get back to the markets in just a bit, but let me tell you first about the stocks that you need to focus on today. Well, if you were planning to ask long-time no-see to Reliance Retail's potential investors, well, they answered your query on Thursday. Saudi Arabia's public investment fund will be investing over 9,500 crore rupees in Reliance Retail for just over 2% stake. This investment values Reliance Retail at 4.58 lakh crore rupees, which is slightly higher than the previous transactions. The advisor to JSPL has said that the Sarda mines can resume operations after paying a fine of 5 lakh rupees to the government of Odisha. This means that the company can now lift iron ore from Sarda mines post the payment of the fine. Minda Corp will be allotting 1.2 crore shares on a preferential basis to PHI Capital Trust. The allotment will be done at 70 rupees a share, aggregating to 83 crore rupees. After a similar incident was reported by Dr. Reddy's a few weeks earlier, Lupin has said on Thursday evening that an information security incident has affected internal IT systems. However, it was quick to clarify that the incident has not impacted core operations. Let's move to earnings now and I'll start off with two cement names. Both Dalmia Bharat and Birla Corporation had recorded a record high EBITDA for the September quarter. While rural demand led to a 7% volume growth for Dalmia Bharat, Birla Corp has decided to resume its capacity expansion plans in Kundanganj, which it had put on hold due to uncertainty over cement consumption during the Covid times. The board of Inox Leisure has approved raising funds to the tune of 250 crore rupees through equity or other methods. The multiplex player reported a net loss of 67 crore rupees during the quarter and received rent concessions worth 72 crore rupees. Pratap Snacks expects the demand to revert to pre-COVID levels in the third quarter as most of the schools, colleges and multiplexes are yet to reopen. The company also said that it continues to witness high volatility in the prices of palm oil, which is a key raw material for them. Weak numbers from Viniti Organics, revenue and net profit declined year-on-year year, while margins too came off 350 basis points from last year. All operating parameters were below Bloomberg consensus estimates. Who may not have been a good quarter for Vinati Organics, but the one that definitely had a good one was Gujarat Gas. Revenue doubled from the previous year, while net profit and EBITDA saw a multi-fold jump. The company has said that current gas sales volumes are above pre-COVID levels, while CNG sales are almost 90% of pre-pandemic levels. 
After a gap of a day, Nifty earnings are back. Sipla and ITC will round off the trading week with their results. And non-index names reporting results today include Vedanta, Aditya Birla Fashion, Ashok Leyland, Balkrishna Industries, Credit Access Grameen, Dr. Lal Path Labs, MRF, Voltas, among many others. Early ticks on the SGX Nifty indicate that the index traded 30 points lower, around the mark of 12,150. The four-day gain so far has seen the Sensex rise over 1,700 points, the Nifty rise over 400 points, while the Nifty Bank has gained close to 2,500 points. Well, weekly gains or not, 12,168. That's the level you have to watch out for on the Nifty today. You cross that and we turn positive for 2020. And I'm sure that's definitely the one positive you'd want to hear today. That's all from me this week. I wish you all a happier weekend. And it's back to you, Alex. Thanks, Hormuz. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day and an even better weekend. I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IVM Podcast app? On the IVM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene and the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladitya Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IVM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy.